I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Guy sends me a direct message on Twitter. Not making this up. DK, got a tip for you. Inside source. Jimmy Garoppolo to Pittsburgh for a fourth rounder this year and a fourth rounder next year. You heard it here first. I can't begin to describe to you the speed with which my thumb went to the little trash can icon. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into hockey and or baseball, I also offer up daily shots of Penguins and Pirates where you found this. The NFL scouting combine begins this morning in Indianapolis. All eyes will be on the quarterback's principally because all eyes are always on the quarterbacks. That's how the sport goes. It's the most important position. But for the first time in two decades, the Pittsburgh fan base also will be exceptionally interested in the quarterbacks. And it's kind of fun. It's a little bit of a different feeling. Unsettling, obviously, but fun. And I'm looking forward to it almost entirely so that it'll take away some of the attention that gets cast on every stupid rumor that comes up regarding every quarterback under the sun. And yeah, here I am giving time to it, but let's be fair, I haven't done a lot of that. You haven't seen me go, and here's what it would look like if Carson Wentz were to come to Pittsburgh. I don't believe that's going to happen. And not just Wentz. I don't believe that Jameis Winston is coming to Pittsburgh. Dude just got on a treadmill yesterday for the first time in forever following his ACL injury. You think? The Steelers, after what they just went through with Devin Bush and Zach Banner, are thinking to themselves, oh, yeah, let's get an ACL guy and see how he responds the following season. Do you think that they don't watch the games that other teams play? Do you think that they don't have pro scouts, elite analytics, 
common freaking sense when you're talking about Garoppolo in particular. They know who's out there. They know who's realistically available. They know who is pie in the sky available. I'm talking Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, even Derek Carr to an extent. And they themselves, meaning Kevin Colbert and Art Rooney, have now stated several times since the conclusion of the most recent season that they don't envision making that type of move, that it doesn't make sense for them, that it's not something they've done in the past. They don't like giving up massive draft capital in quantity. And oh, by the way, they've never done that. Not once. Not for the ridiculous return that's required to bring back a legitimate, instant franchise guy. This portion of Daily Shot of Steelers is brought to you by Point Park University. Choose from nearly 100 career-focused programs leading to bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees. Choose when and how you'd prefer to do that studying, whether it's at Point Park's gorgeous downtown Pittsburgh campus, whether it's online, maybe a flexible hybrid format would work best for you. Find out more about all of this at pointpark.edu. But what about the other two spots? What about the other two quarterback spots? Well, Mason Rudolph is your starter. At some point, there's going to be an acceptance period about this. I'm predicting that. I I might be wrong, but I'm predicting that there's going to be an acceptance period in which you might even have some small percentage of the fan base do that cool thing where they say, all right, this is our guy now. I'm going to get behind him because he's my guy. And then Mason goes out and has like, let's say, a really good first quarter in the opener. This is vital, by the way. First possession touchdown right down the bleeping field, ideally at Heinz Field. And then you pick up a whole bunch, like a ton of additional converts. Look, we're easy. We just remember the last thing we saw, right? But until then, you're going to have the camp battle between Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins. And even though he's not technically signed yet, all involved have said that he will be. So that'll be drama unto itself, probably bigger than it should be, especially considering the signs the Steelers have already put forth that Mason's going to be the guy. Now, tell me, please, from there, how anyone sees a third quarterback, and I don't mean third on the depth chart, I just mean another quarterback fitting in to this scenario. You're not giving up big capital. You're probably, almost certainly, I would think, not going to get a quarterback in the first round of the draft. And trades for quarterbacks don't occur all that often in the league. So what am I left with here? What what else do I have to throw into this mix that would be a quarterback that you could bring in that would legit push and or supplant Mason Rudolph, but without giving up all that draft capital and everything else to bring in Truly great one. Mitch Trubisky? I mean, 
of all the names that get floated, that's the only one where I just don't laugh out loud. And I'm not advocating for Trubisky. I'm not coming close to anything of the kind. But I do feel the pain of anyone who's required to play that position in Chicago because how long has it been since the Bears have had a competent player at quarterback? Are we talking about Jim McMahon? I'd like to think that there's still a possibility that Trubisky could become something in the NFL. If it's that kind of situation, whether it's Trubisky or somebody else, then it makes sense kind of in the same way that Haskins' acquisition did, where it's a second chance. It's someone who's still young, someone who clearly came with pedigree, including through the draft. And you say, all right, we have some people here. We have some coaches that that we trust, that we value, we think can bring the best out of him, uh, starting with, of course, Mike Sullivan, the quarterback's coach, who would be the most hands-on in that setting. But I'm not going to lie to you. I, I don't even think you're going to see that. I really don't. I think you're going to see the Steelers look for some kind of depth, some kind of safety valve guy, uh, a veteran, someone who's a little bit more than a clipboard holder who could come in after, say, having started a handful of games. And this is where you start getting into the Gardner Minshew category. But that... Okay, where things look really bad, your two young guys look like they're just deer in the headlights, and you say, all right, here, this is why we brought you in, Mr. Veteran Clipboard Holder Guy, and you're going to be our quarterback now. That I could see, but I am going to keep saying this. I believe that this management team has committed to at least one year, one of Mason Rudolph as the starter in an actual Mason Rudolph offense with, bonus, an actual running game. If you can find actual offensive linemen, you knew I had to throw that in. When we come back, just one question. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Welcome back. Time for just one question. And today's comes from Doug, who asks, what would be the craziest, stupidest, laziest, or just plain worst course of action this team could follow at quarterback, you know, that's tough. I got to tell you, I've been doing this show for a while now, and there can't have been even a handful of occasions where I just look at the question. That's usually how I do this, by the way. I I, I grab a few questions and then kind of slot them into a pool because I don't like to rehearse things. I don't script any of these shows in any form. So when I see one like this, my first reflex is to say, oh, there's any number of possibilities. But when you really, really think about it, and if you agree with me, and obviously you're entitled to your own opinion, from the first segment that the Steelers are going to start Mason Rudolph, from there, it would seem logical that the worst, dumbest, laziest thing they could do would be to overinvest in veteran support or even a veteran competitor. Because that player, almost no matter who it is, isn't going to be a part of your vital future. And one of the few genuinely telling remarks that anyone associated with the Steelers brass has said these past couple of months, came from Rooney last week in a TV interview where he acknowledged that what the Steelers hope to find, what their goal is in searching for a quarterback, is that franchise type. They're not looking to just kind of kill time or fill things out with mediocrity. Now, that comes with all kinds of qualifiers, not least of which is that they're open to the possibility that Rudolph could be that guy, or even Haskins or whatever. But that's at least a glimpse into what the thinking is. But then I I say this out loud, and I'm going to come back at you with something that's even dumber, potentially, that they could do. And that would be this, well-timed possibly with the opening of the scouting combine. Don't draft a quarterback in the first round, unless you think that quarterback can be that guy. Simple as that. You don't even let Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett, any of these guys cross your mind unless your scouts are pounding the table for them. If your scouts are like T.J. Watt sold on them. If they see something that nobody else sees and they believe in it that strongly, and this is our guy, if we don't get him, we're going to regret it for a generation. Or like Dan Marino, we're going to regret it for the rest of time. Because what happens then is that player comes into your system with these crazy expectations that they can't meet, and you've basically blocked yourself off from getting one next year. 
in the draft when there's going to be, by every accounting, a far superior class. Could you really justify back-to-back first-rounders at the quarterback position on a team that clearly has so many other needs, not least of which is offensive linemen, to save this quarterback's life? So yeah, I'll go with that. I'll go with doing something in the first round, especially if you move up, for crying out loud to get Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett or any other quarterback in this draft. That's how strongly I feel against doing that. If you want to pay attention to something that's going to be worthwhile, this scouting combine, watch the offensive linemen, watch the wide receivers, lots of those in this class. Watch the inside linebackers because that's what we do this time of year. We watch inside linebackers. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Steelers. We'll do another one tomorrow.